<laughs> no, I'd never played that before. That game was but, a lot easier to play. Betrayal of House on the Hill. Betrayal, that's what it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I, um, ben has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at Rob's house. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so sad. It's my co- my copy, Richie's copy, is at yeah, Rob's house. It's missing the books, which are essential to play the game. Oh, don't you have it already, though? Uh, I have the second edition, yeah. Oh, so. But, so you can you know how to play yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I've played it. Yeah. You still need the books because, uh, you, like, the different scenarios, there's like 50 scenarios, and they've got flavor text for both the trader and for the players. So. Yeah. I got that Godzilla game, too, for Christmas, which I'd really uh, like to play. Yeah, I, I had that. I'm glad I didn't buy that for you because I had that on my, like, gift list for you you because I, I keep Kaiju World War I think it's called yeah, hmm. yeah. It's, it's just, I like it because it just has little Godzilla I think I, saw I also thought about getting you uh, your own copy yeah. of King of Tokyo but then I realized that we would probably only ever play it when that's true we're all together anyway. um, second block uh, isn't, this, isn't this Wonder Woman figure intimidating looking isn't she very thick yeah um, my friend actually was like I, I shared uh, what was it like giant women and Nazis or something yeah. like that Giant Japanese women and Nazis, and basically one of my friends was like, "Yeah, that title alone means I'm gonna fucking read it." <laughs> yeah, and so he shared. See, I should have. Oh, right I should have titled my wife last week's "Why I'm Broke: uh, Nerd Boners and Hoodie Pirates." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd click on that. Yeah, because I like nerd boners and hoodie pirates. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like like you suggested, coming up with a catchy title for something mm-hmm. makes people click it. So, like the that's last what, episode that's where recorded, that really exists. Yeah. That's yeah. why, yeah, so Go. last episode we'll we never recorded, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking the title should trick be... trick that President Obama doesn't want you to know. <laughs> should the last episode we recorded be, be titled something like, Battered Chapter, or... or <laughs> keeping, keeping, keeping it moist. Keep, keeping it moist. See, I, keeping the you missed the whole... To- yeah, well, yeah. Last episode we came, you weren't here, we we're coming up, because everyone says... You know, like, all right, let's pay the bills. Time to keep the lights on on the podcast. Help monetarily, and like that, everyone fucking says that. Mm-hmm. So we tried to come up with it, like keep the va- the vibrators a buzzing because <laughs> you got to buy batteries for a vibrator. That's true, it costs money. And, and well, had to get rechargeables, but but those cost not, more. Not, you know, that's going to wear out. And then you're using your electric bill. Uh, you, but then, but then we're back to keeping the lights on. But yeah, it builds the landfills slower. Oh, for the environment. Uh, maybe we need a new metaphor. Who cares? <laughs> um, Help me to continue buy, continue buying giant, ridiculously bulky Japanese women action figures. <laughs> What's up? Oh yeah. This is from us. Oh, uh, thank didn't you. wrap it, so it uh, looks like that. Oh yeah, this is the first time we've seen you since Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, since before Christmas. Oh no way. Yeah, it's real. Oh, that's cool. That's fucking cool. I almost kept that. That's awesome. That's fucking cool. Because I was conflicted for three days as to whether or not you should have it or I should have it. <laughs> no, I should definitely have it. Yeah. Almost everything I bought for everyone this year, I was like, I kept a lot of the things I bought for people. Uh, we we got Aaron a um a I guess wall plaque. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cover of Amazing Spider-Man 122, where uh, the Goblin basically just killed Gwen Stacy. Yep. And, uh, yeah, heads up, wall crawler. First, I finished off Gwen Stacy, and now it's your turn. That's awesome. And Spider's like, I will kill you. You murdered the only girl I'll ever love. Not true. And today's the (laughs) day you're gonna die. Technically true, but he came back. Yeah. Like you do. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Because, like, I have two Spider-Man wall plaques. Hey, dogs. 
turned them on to those one Christmas. I found two, and now he's got a whole wall. Of these wall plaques, yeah? Actually, two walls. I have two walls of wall plaques from comic book covers. I almost yeah, I almost bought a Tommy Boy one as well. But, oh, wow. I watched Tommy Boy recently. We watched it over uh, Christmas. I enjoy that movie a lot, guys. It was a good movie, but we don't need a wall plaque. No, you don't. I, I need more like geek themed art. You need to be able to display it somewhere, sir. Well, you have a house. That's true. You have a house with with a hey dog storm. You have a house where 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 your lady will probably not allow you to hang. Wouldn't be cool with you hanging certain things. Certain imagine. things, uh, true, like out in the out in the main area, but and like your your oh you this can very hear. issue is on. And looking at it, is on the Marvel and the original thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go back to one. They got a lot. That's oh, awesome. Wait, Amazing Fantasy fifteen or Spider Man? No, well, they one? have that too. But the original, like the nineteen sixty three Amazing Spider Man series, it goes all the way up to. It looks like ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, right nice. up to where they did the fucking uh, Renum- renumeration. Yeah, where they uh, they relaunched it in ninety nine. Well, you wouldn't be able to. No, like you have that Night of Living Dead poster that I haven't seen hanging up for quite a while at your house. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, it's still framed, um, uh, but I, I've got yeah, I've got that. And there are some things that that would be perfectly cool to hang. We just don't really know where to put them yet. Makes uh, sense. Uh, but you know, when I, we first got moved into I really this house, wanna, I really need to finish my basement, uh, and so that way I can just display all my movie stuff and. And all the various like toys and collectibles I've collected over the years. Get your man cave up. Yep. Yeah. That's why I've never bought you boughten. That's why I've never bought you a toy or anything for Christmas because I know you can't really you don't have a place yeah. for it. Well, it, but it's also getting to the point where um, my kid is starting to get old enough that he's kind of aware of what uh, of what some of these things are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's becoming a lot. Cooler to uh, to display them because he digs into. It. Oh, okay. Can I can I like segue real quick and, and just tell you guys a story about my fucking kid? <laughs> what did your fucking kid do? All right, today. So anyway, like Connor's in the living room, like you know, playing. Mom and I are like you know talking in the other mm-hmm. room, and like we kind of we're in the living room, and Connor's quiet, and we're like, okay. That's never and, a good sign. Yeah, and you know, mom goes to, to talk to him, and Connor says, "Don't come in here. I've got a surprise. I'm working on something." I'm like, okay. So you know, we go back, and then a little later on, she goes, "Don't come in here. I'm fixing something." It's like, hmm. Uh-oh. And then uh, you know, we, we go in there, and then he's like sitting on the couch, and he's kind of got this like you know like concerned look on his face, and he's like, "There's some goo on my pants." And I'm like, "What?" Uh oh. And, like, and there's like like. Like slimy goo stuff, and I couldn't get a smell from it. It was like almost like shampoo consistency. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So I'm looking around, thinking something spilled in his bag, you know, that got on his. Plate. My mind, I'm a, I'm gross. a very perverted person, okay, so my mind is going to very terrible places. No, snow globe. No. I was thinking. See, we're on the same page because yeah. we're terrible people. No, it's not that. Thank goodness. Because that would probably be child protective services. Yeah, but uh, well, I didn't say it was human. You have cats. <laughs> well, that's what we thought. We thought like one of the dogs or cat. We found it like we eventually figured out that it was on the floor, and he was crawling around and got it on him when he was on the floor. Right. And we were like, "What is this stuff?" And we thought like maybe the cat's hocked up or something, or like bile or something clearish. Right. And we look, and there's like eggshells. And then I find a whole <laughs> egg, <laughs> and I'm like, the egg is still cold. Oh. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. So then, I, then it becomes a thing of like Connor. Why is this egg here? And why are there eggshells in the carpet? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Connor, 
There's a fucking egg that's cold. <laughs> it just came out of the fridge. The fuck I know did the you damn do, dog cannot figure out how to use the fridge and get eggs out of it, okay? <laughs> what did you do? Oh, mm-hmm. Like, and so this was like a five minute interrogation. There will be punishment unless yeah. you tell me. And it's like straight up, it's like, listen, dude, drop the drop the line. Okay, just tell me that. And eventually when it came out, he eventually coughed up the truth. And well, what's the truth? The truth was is that he wanted to have a surprise egg hunt for his gaga, for his grandma. Oh, so good intentions. He wanted to do an early Easter egg hunt. So he got some eggs out of the fridge, <laughs> and then he was like putting them, you know, places, and then he dropped one on the carpet and it broke. And then he was trying to fix it. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, when that got out, we, you know, we, we got the worst of it up, and then his chore was he spent a lot of time scrubbing the carpet where the, the egg white had gotten all over, and then we had a long talk about, I would, I am way less mad about the egg than I am the fact that you tried to lie to me for five minutes right. and kept bullshitting me when I knew you were lying to me, and I told you that I knew that you were lying to me. <laughs> Fucking kids, so enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm looking when your one to gets older. So. Yeah, yeah, and we have another one on the way. Yep. Enjoy uh, that. Just found out uh, two Talks years ago really that it, that it's a girl. It's a oh. lady. You've yeah. got a matching set now. I know. I know. Collection's complete, and that yeah. was done. <laughs> we are so fucking die them tubes, dog. Yeah, that's <laughs> happening. Welcome to Airport Road, the podcast. Hey! hey. Uh, my name's Ben. Uh, I'm the one that's me on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Aaron. Hi. He's I'm the one who has a kid who steals eggs. Yeah, egg thief. Uh, I'm now referring to him as Eggman. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Birdo. He is Birdo. the walrus. I would go with Birdo. <laughs> Even though, yeah. But yeah. then Birdo might, then your son might start thinking that he's a girl with the... That's true. Egg. It could cause some transgender issues and confusion with him. And let him figure that out. I you don't have to... Yeah, hammer that into him no, by calling I, him Birdo. I don't want to label him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. What's the girl? What was the girl guy from? Was it Final Fight? Uh, that was Poison, okay. I believe. That was a yeah, like a. I don't. I think it was post op transgender. They that was like in Japan. They never addressed it in the U.S. at all. They just mm-hmm. kind of pretended it didn't exist. But in Japan, they're like cooler with trans and stuff. Yeah, way earlier too. Yeah, Walt is that guy. Hell. He's the one who has a kid coming. I do. And the one who uh, can't decorate his house at the moment. Just, yeah. to, just to give you a, a, a taste of what happened. But, I mean, as long as, long as it's tasteful and, and like, it, it's actual art, mm-hmm. it's cool. Uh, the main thing is just that most of my posters are so huge that, um, that they, like, I can't do... Um, what you have here in your living room. Is there anything that I have in this living room that you would be allowed to hang up? Um, yeah, I could totally put up that Captain America poster. See, that's tasteful. Um, yeah, and, and you know, it, it and it's awesome and it's art. The uh, issue is really just a matter of I just don't have a ton of unused wall space. Um, I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to ever put up the Transformers movie poster because robots with souls is an affront to God. <laughs> okay. I'm really offended. And it was a terrible fucking movie. It was kind of bad, you know, because they killed Stop. all the characters you gave a shit about in the first 15 minutes. The first 15 that, minutes of that movie is great. They had I know. a new run of toys they had to put out. Because it's impressive. It's a cool poster. It is a cool poster. It's a cool poster. It's nostalgic. Optimus Prime dies in the first 15 minutes. I remember seeing that like, in the theater and just being like, <laughs> they killed the Optimus. And it's like 
Did you cry? Yeah, dude. I was going to the theater with my dad, and I was bawling like a like a seven year old kid, you know, which I was at the time. Did you expect them to bring no. it back? No, well, I, I mean, like I, that was before movie. comics had trained me to like expect. Yeah, yeah, this character that's dead will be back within sixteen months. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, did you expect them to bring it back by the course of the end of the movie? Because you know, generally, like, if you're watching a movie like that, mm-hmm. like. Any other movie you watch like that, if they kill a character, they're going to bring him back. By the end, they did it in Transformers too. Yeah, this is the the yeah, Reve- true. Revenge of the Fallen. I mean, yeah. Optimus dies, and then by the end of the movie, Optimus is back. Yeah, so with really. bitchin' fucking jetpack. Yeah, that was pretty. Cool. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was one of the only awesome things about that movie. Because he's like wearing the parts of dead Transformers. And yeah, that was them too. Yeah, <laughs> and he kept them because in the third movie, he's like, "What's up?" I haven't even seen the second or third movie, but I know that happened. The third one wasn't bad. I enjoyed. I it. Really, I did enjoy the. I third I wish one a they lot. hadn't fucking telegraphed the bad, you know, the the bad guy turn like at the beginning of the fucking movie. See, I caught that because even before I saw the movie, I looked at the toys, oh, and okay. the back of the like the toy says, "Oh, hey, here's the spoilers." It's like once a noble, now a man of her. Thanks, fucking toy companies. You know that's mm-hmm. awesome. Whatever. It's kind of uh, like what the the mask of the yeah the, the mask of the phantasm where they revealed Victoria Belmont as the phantasm on the toy on the fucking toy you know put the mask on the figure you know don't and make it say make anything. it a, if they put the mask on the figure for that toy yeah like I would have saw it and be like well I have to get it because now I don't know what the figure is underneath I don't know even before I saw the movie I'd be like that's Right there, because like when they had Inspector I'm Gadget, I never toys, saw the toy. They blacked out the face. Yeah, and yeah, yeah for the Doctor Claw figure for the Inspector Gadget toys, mm-hmm. they like the, you couldn't see his face. Yeah, it was blocked out. So like you'd buy it, open it up, take the thing out to be like, oh, he looks kind of lame. Yeah, he looks like a crazy old guy. <laughs> he looks like a mad scientist, like with the hair. It's not how I pictured Doctor Claw. Yeah. Which I, now <laughs> I kind of wish that like when you got it and you took the little like cardboard piece out, no head. <laughs> it's just a hand and a chair. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I always thought about it like it, it was uh, uh, Police Chief Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. He's always the one who sent him in. It's true. Yeah. And then like he, only, he was only there at the beginning, and then at the end when Gadget, some when when Penny solved the crime and Gadget took credit for always it. Did. Yeah, yeah, Quimby would show and be like, "Good work, Gadget," as if, but he's actually like, "God damn it!" That, that's I what almost they, got you. That's what they would do if they if they did that movie adaptation today. Um, Not with Matthew like, Broderick, kind of like turning uh, Mr. Phelps into the bad guy in Mission Impossible. Yeah, ooh, ooh. that was just fuck you. I'm, I'm glad that I was never really a fan of the show before I mm. saw those movies. Yeah, that had no that, that no, actually, I had, didn't give a shit. That pissed my dad off when he watched the it, movie. It, he was yeah. like, "They shouldn't have fucking done that to Jim Phelps. That's bullshit." I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, it, old it, man." It pissed everyone off that I. That I knew who actually watched mm-hmm. the TV show. I mean, I was aware of the TV show growing up, but it, I knew nothing about like the mythology behind it, or yeah. not mythology. But you know, I knew I, the premise. Of I the did, show yeah, I, the I knew it was a team yeah. of people who put on disguises and did cool missions, and that was pretty much it. I did always. I only saw the first two or three Mission Impossible's, but I always like when they take the mask off. That was yeah. pretty cool. So, uh, are they any good? All the Mission Impossibles? How many other? Five? Four? Uh, there's four. Pretty cool. uh, yeah, um, I, I like three and four. Three and four are cool. Two is. J- 
John Woo. Yeah, two. Is that the one with the motorcycle chase at the end? Yeah, yeah. The, two is is very much John Woo indulging all of his John Woo isms. Yeah, it's the most John Woo of movies that I can think of seeing. Yeah, I like, like Hard Boiled is less John Woo than fucking Mission Impossible. I really <laughs> like the Killer though. The Killer was killer killer awesome. Hard, hard Boiled is probably my favorite. It's such a good movie. Dude. I love that movie so much. I saw so that good. in a theater in New York uh, during mm-hmm. like the Asian Film Fest. Oh, like, fancy man! Yeah. No, wasn't a good movie. What? Hard Boiled Killer. Because I, we, I watched Hard Boiled and I watched The Killer. And then I went to Blockbuster and saw a Chow Yun Fat movie called Hard Boiled Killer. Well, you should, which was yeah. just a Chow Yun Fat movie that they were like, well, these two movies are popular when they dubbed it into American. They, yeah. they titled it. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> did, I, did you ever see that like semi sequel to uh, Bloodsport? That was called. I think it was called Blood Fight. Mm-mm. It was basically like it was a sort of sequel. They had Bolo Young in it as like. Yeah, you know Bolo Young, mm-hmm. the, the, his character. But it was another thing. Like, dude goes up to join a kumite. Brother gets killed or some shit. So his brother avenges. And, blah, and, blah, blah. and didn't it? Didn't it also carry over like the the biker character or something? I don't think so. It wasn't. Like it, it, was, it was like filmed in like it was filmed in Asia. Like oh, budget. Okay, it wasn't like a U.S. production I, like the original was. Because the think only they just they ha- said Bolo Young do the oh, character no. you did and blah, make blah, make blah, your blah. pecs jiggle Bolo Young. Yeah. What was it? Ninja Scroll had in America when after Ninja Scroll came out. I think they tried to claim another movie was a sequel to Ninja Scroll, Ninja Resurrection, <laughs> but just because the guy had the same name, like Jubei in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, that didn't work. Well, look at when when Bruce Lee died. Look at all the like fucking like dudes like Bruce Lee L I or yeah. You know. They, they they just they fucking raped his corpse after he died. There were all these movies that came out just you know with fake Bruce Lee's, yeah, capitalizing on his death. Man. Thanks, thanks Obama. Thanks Obama. People who make things, make things. People who make things and people who don't make things but want to capitalize on people who did make things. People right? who make crappy things and try to deceive the public. Yeah, like what's that? Thanks, Asylum. Uh, yeah, Asylum. Yeah, like Atlantic uh, Rim. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the Mockbusters. Yep. I mean, it's just hilarious that those even happen. But yeah, they. It's a company built entirely on consumer confusion. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the paranormal entity movies. Yeah, is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's the Asylum. Every time there's a like big um, like blockbuster, blockbuster release. They they put out this horrible like you know made for sci fi ripoff that usually is some completely different movie that was shot under a different title that they have retitled uh, something similar. The original ah! uh, you sorry anime thick Wonder Woman has fallen off her skin. Yeah. Um, yeah, they uh, I, I remember they the Hobbits movie or when the Hobbits came out they had a movie like they labeled Hobbits or something like yeah. that. And it was like a movie about like pygmies in some savage land. It had nothing right. to do with fantasy even. But they you know, like land of the Hobbits or something and, like and that. And they just designed their cover art to look very similar yeah. to the poster for whatever movie they're Oh, so they're not even trying to rip it off. They're just taking it. No, they are of- ripping it off. Oh. They're they're trying to capitalize on the name brand. That yeah. they do that a lot. Well, yeah, but and, I mean, any, any they're not shoot, Are they shooting a brand new movie to completely spoof the? Sometimes they are. Sometimes they just take something off the shelf. Yeah, so that's like, all part of Paranormal Entity, and that was bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Paranormal was. Activity was what it was, but I'm not saying they were they were copying a masterpiece. But yeah, no. In, in a lot of cases, it's like when Disney comes out with any animated feature, 
Like they'll like you know the frog princess comes out all of a sudden and then there's the princess and the frog that's like this like really low rent animation done by like slaves. Well, Disney is the same way, but anyway, (laughs) we are slaves. Ow. Oh, but yeah, mockbusters. I I love that they exist, and I also simultaneously hate that these companies do that. Yeah. Because I did watch, I did watch the Almighty Thor. I have that on Blu-ray. <laughs> Kevin Nash as Odin. See, and Richard, Kevin, and Kevin Nash as Odin and Richard Rico as uh, as Loki. Oh wow! That was a Sci-Fi Channel joint. Good job. Damn. Yeah, a lot of this asylum stuff ends up getting aired on Sci-Fi because they know people will watch it just yeah. for the schlock value. But yeah, they show up on VOD, you know, and and shit like that. Transmorphers. Transmorphers. I did watch Transmorphers. There was a ripoff of Battleship, and I'm like, man, that. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you rip off Battleship? Exactly. Just, just leave Battleship alone. Yeah. It's much. a spoof on itself. I mean, yeah, Battleship was pretty much a ripoff. It was Transformers on the Ocean. I mean, yeah. that's with honest. Rihanna. With Rihanna, yeah, that that was a plus. I guess. Gambit. Is it a plus? I don't. I don't I'm not a big Rihanna so. fan. I think it, I think that was her way of trying to I, I break into the, the acting. I think scene. the film studios considered it a plus. I don't know. I, I'm. I think Battleship made its money though. I mean, wasn't the Neesons in no, there? It bombed. It did it bomb. Yeah. Was Neesons about in international? Yeah. Liam Neesons. The Neesons. The Neesons. Oh my shit! Yeah. <laughs> I never saw Taken. Liam Neesons. Taken one was so big. <laughs> no, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast, sir. I never saw, are you trying to feed a dog an apple? Hey, you successfully fed a dog an apple. I'm just glad you weren't feeding the dog the hamsters that you had. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one now. Well, let's get rid of these. Oh, the, um, the other one. Is that the one with the broken leg? Or? But, yeah, yeah, he's putting some uh, weight some, on it, though. Here's some horse shit. Like, uh, we went to Pet Petco? Petco. Yeah. Up front, they had this yeah. very sad-looking yeah, fish tank. With a with like a wheel in it, and it had a sign that said like "free, please adopt." And there was two fucking little robo hamsters, these ones, uh-huh. or that one and another one. And they're like, they've been here too long. They're free to adopt. We just want them to go to a good home. And, we, and I told her, and she's like, "Oh!" So she got them, knowing full well that robo hamsters don't get along, right? Because like they will attack each other. But the people there were like, these no, ones have never attacked each other. They're exactly. they're over a year old, and they never attack each other. And they didn't. And then she get, brings them home. And then shortly after that, they start trying to kill each other. Is basically what happened, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, like, I think that they just that day. I don't think that the, those those robo hamsters really were there for super long. I think that they just threw them in the tub that day mm-hmm. and were like, "Let's well, do this to get publicity, think... so people will think that we're trying to rent out stuff, but it's just going to be us no. getting rid of some stock." So, so, so one one of the hamsters came up, to, you know, like the dolphin. Yeah, they, they get lying. along fine when they're little, and then when they grow, they yeah. Because the other one broke the other one's leg, yeah. so now she has this one's got a broken leg now. The Dolph Lundgren hamster came up to the Apollo uh, Creed hamster and was just like, "I'll break you. I'll break you. If he dies, he dies." <laughs> Which is what happened. So now I feel bad for this little guy, and he has a broken leg. But I don't he's know if it's broken. he's putting weight on it now, it. and he's a cute. And he's he a might widow. be hardcore, man. He went to he went to Russia to uh, to train. He doesn't run in a wheel or anything and hurt anymore. So yeah, it's just, I don't you know. Like sometimes that when they break their legs, they just eat it off. Oh. That would have been kind of awesome though, because then you'd no, have like a three-legged. Hamster. That wouldn't be awesome at all. That'd be horrifying. Well, I mean, if it heals proper, it's not going to heal properly <laughs> if you chew your nutty. own leg off. I don't know. Animals do it all the time. Yeah, that's not a good thing. 
Yeah. I've seen a lot of three-legged cats. Can I just say that I'm really disappointed like that they call something a robo-hamster and it's not a cyborg hamster. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's oh. actually how I pictured it when she I said robo-hamster. Bullshit. It's, it's like short for robo Dostoevsky. It's like a Russian. Russian. Yeah, it's not a fucking no. cyborg hamster, and I'm so disappointed because really, I you know, half the, hamster, half machine, all cop. <laughs> now, if it did chew its leg off, we can give it a robot. That we have the technology. Yes. We the, missed the we missed the fucking window there. I mean, now the I'm kind of that it didn't rip uh, that it didn't chew its own. Leg off because <laughs> we can take the spring out of a ball po- out of like a pen <laughs> and like an eraser and a couple other things like you know tape it all together and jam it in there and he's got like springy leg he can like go all of a sudden you'll be like looking around and you'll just see a propeller coming out of its head <laughs> just flying around the room. He does look like I'm so glad you just made a Tremors reference. It looks like a graboid. Nice, but. This podcast, oh, I already forgot what the topic was. So we even have one. This is just bullshit for the rest of yeah, the Yeah, do, you, do, you, oh, do we just want to save this topic for something? Yeah. For another night? I mean, we could go through real quick. I mean, we're going to kind of talk about, like, our favorite games of the last gen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, we were going to do kind of a, a post-mortem on current gen, which is about to be last gen. You know, it, it's... It, let's it, call it as it is. I mean, it's last gen now. Yeah, you know, I mean, Xbox there there is a new gen. It's out. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are gens all over the place. I did get to play around with an Xbox One. Uh, my brother's his roommate got one, and I checked out Battlefield Four and uh, Killer, the new Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. New Killer Instinct? Yeah. Where have I been? I don't know, but it's you it's, knew about this. Yeah. No, well, I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was out. It's out for Xbox One. Is it awesome? It's Killer Instinct. It looks pretty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the thing is, is like it's kind of you get it for free, and they give you like <coughs> one character a month. You get like a free character that you can play. What? Yeah, then if you want to buy additional characters, you can buy like them like piecemeal. It's like a like, DLC kind of game? Yeah. Free to play. Yeah. But it's a you can, game? I thought yeah, it was like you're going to be a fucking Killer Instinct release. I was excited. Well, that's what it is. You get the game for free. You can play it for free. You get one character. They rotate it out. Like originally they had Jago, and I think this, like uh, they changed it to Saber Wolf uh-huh. during the weekend I was there. Saber. But you can buy like individual characters or, or costumes for them for a little bit. Or you can just buy a pack like I want all of it for 30 Okay, that's yeah. not bad. Though. So it's not it's not it's not as egregious as it could be. It, it, it's fine with it. It looked pretty. Battlefield Four looked pretty, but nothing about it felt any different me. than any other shooter game. It just looked prettier, it, but it was still Battlefield, you know, Four. Mm-hmm. It's the same game that it's you're playing game. on the three sixty. And I does mean, Killer Instinct still have the? Games. Does Killer Instinct still have the? Yeah, same voice. Uh, pretty much. Very much. I mean, it very much feels like a you know. The character design have been slightly redesigned, and there's a lot more particle effects and shiny. That's overall. fine, but it, it's still very much Killer Instinct. I just got very attached to that echoey guy's voice, where he's like, "Oh, true, combo breaker." I liked Killer Instinct a lot, but I'm yeah, I don't need an Xbox One. The again stuff was cool, you know, that was easy to set up. No, that's not cool. The Kinect yeah. stuff is bullshit. Like, we were watching stuff on Voodoo through the Xbox One, and the problem is, is like, yeah, it's really cool. You can voice command your thing to, like, pause and stuff like that if you need to get up and, uh, you know, piss or something like that. But if you've got the movie up, the volume up, Kinect can't hear it. So you're so like, Xbox, pause. Xbox, pause. Xbox, pause. Fuck it, where's the controller? Yeah. Uh, that's what I would imagine. It yeah. would be like. I would, um, if I was, a, if I was making a movie... 
I would just troll a bunch of people and have a very loud line of dialogue in the movie B, Xbox Pause. That would be great. I was, like a guy who's like, his shit happens and he's like, Xbox Pause! And then everyone's Xbox Pause. I, I was actually like trying to like fuck with people while they were playing. I'd be like, Xbox! Off! You know, trying to shut it down in the middle of the You game. have to say Xbox Turn Off. Yeah, that's what I, that's what happened. But, yeah, it... I think it, it doesn't. It, it has like a little like let's not <laughs> shut yeah. things down in the middle of the game. That's thing, cute because your roommate decided to troll you. Right. But yeah, it's pretty. I just don't fucking want a new gen console at the moment. If I do, it's going to be the PS4, and I'm waiting for the second gen of the hardware before I even think yeah. about that. I'm probably going to wait until about a year before it's dead, <laughs> kind of like I did this generation. No, that's not true. I had an Xbox for a long before, time. Right? Yeah. Then, but again, we did have a PS3 for a long time. But at that time, yeah. Xbox was better. Yeah, and we so really we, didn't do much with the PS3 except for a couple exclusives. It wasn't until Plus came out. And really, for me, I didn't try Plus until they had that whole clusterfuck where PSN got hacked. And they yeah. gave you like a free month of Plus. And I'm like, oh, this shit's tight. Yeah, yeah it's so awesome. Don't they awesome. do that on Xbox? The, it's, they do now. They, yeah. do Gold, they give you a free game or two a month now. So they're doing basically what... Yeah, um, but the best deal in gaming, PlayStation yeah. Plus. But Xbox still has the bullshit where you you know you can't use the Hulu app or the Netflix app unless you're a gold supporter. Which pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, that's bullshit. So I got the Xbox on my desk over there, and I was like, I wanted to set up. I even downloaded the Netflix app. I'm like, I'm not. You know, I, I, like it wouldn't let me watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why not? Because it's not like I'm doing anything. I'm not even doing anything for them. Yeah. Like, I'm not using my already pay at all. a subscription for this. This is basically just a fucking app that lets me view it on through this console. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I want to watch Netflix, I've got like three other options. You're charging me to access that. Fuck you, Microsoft. Oh, by the way, you're charging me how many, whatever dollars a month, and you're still serving goddamn auto playing ads on your fucking, you know, home screen? Go to hell. No, is that, a, is that an issue? I mean, like, it, I no, it pisses no, me off. No, I meant yeah. like. Uh, I got pissed off at first when I thought about. Um, I was watching your Hulu because I don't pay for Hulu. I use your Hulu. Yeah. But uh, when I did pay for Hulu for like six months, and um, and ads keep popping up, yeah. and I'm like, it's annoying as fuck. But and I was pissed because I'm like, I'm paying for this. Why do I have to watch ads? However, when I paid for cable, I had to watch way more ads. So uh, is it is it a, is it a big deal to have to watch ads when you're paying for a service? The Hulu example, that's something that annoys me, but I understand that I'm getting shows that are, like, the next day after mm-hmm. they air. So, and I understand that that's part of the deal is that they, you know, that's how yeah. they make their money. I'm not terribly hurt. It. Now, if, if it was the case of Netflix, I'd be more pissed off, but that's because I've been trained to that. With Xbox Gold, that's just one of those things where it's, you know... They want to make their money. Want, you want to play online? Pay for Gold. You want to watch Netflix? Pay for Gold. You want to use the YouTube app? That pissed me off the most. Fuck you guys. Because it wouldn't let me look up a YouTube video on my Xbox. Yeah. Without a gold membership. And it's fucking... It's, it's YouTube's free. I know. It's fucking... It's and you still have to watch the ads that pop up if, you know, they've enabled ads on their videos. So you can't skip that. It's just so stupid. Yeah. But anyway, uh, last gen. But, 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 but with Hulu. Yeah. Watching ads. <laughs> watching an ad on Hulu, like... It, I'm fine. I'm completely fine with watching an ad on Hulu when we're watching a show. My only or or three sets of ads, uh-huh. three sets of forty five seconds of ads. Mm-hmm. My complaint, my main complaint is, mo- give me more ads because I'm tired of seeing that fucking oh it's oh, such yeah. a perfect day PlayStation <laughs> commercial. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah, 
The, the, and that's the thing is like I, every break I get that commercial. I don't understand. It, it's like they don't pay attention to like the show that I'm watching or anything like that. You think like okay, I'm watching you know Agents of Shield. Throw me ads for like shit that I'd be interested in. The right. new comic movie or like yeah. instead it, it's geared more toward Well, I mean again, they, instead I get just... like fucking ads for like car insurance and yo play. Yeah. That's it. Good, that's yeah. all the, that's just car insurance and Expedia mm-hmm. and Capital One with what's his fucking face? Yeah, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson giving me the staring contest. So and at the very least, don't play the same fucking block of ads. Every commercial break. Every time I watch Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, I see the same fucking three. Why are you watching Once Upon a Time in Wonderland? (laughs) (laughs) I'll get into that. It's a bad show. (laughs) It's a terrible show. I can't stop watching it. But yeah, it is like... It's your ex's fault, by the way. (laughs) I'll just say that. Because the Alice in Wonderland thing were both... Remarks for Alice in Wonderland remakes. Yeah. And yeah, that's what we do is we come we watch shows on Hulu. Like right. you know, we get together and we you know. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing. It's a terrible show, and I fully admit it. It's just fucking retarded. It's just the same. It's but like you said. It's just like we both said. It's the same thing. Like you know, like you know that you're going to see this this Capital One commercial with Alec Baldwin twice mm-hmm. every show. And it, hey, so you want more variety? Yes, but, please. Uh, and that, I mean, that's a valid complaint. And I want stuff targeted more to the sensibilities based on the show. Well, I, I think that's kind of all just determined by, like, which company bought ad space for that particular show. <laughs> and just like, choke slam one of the dogs. Like, like, whether it's relevant to your interest, you're mm-hmm. the, you're, you, that show's audience is who <laughs> that company wants to target. Yeah. So, just like watching TV, you know, you don't have a choice of what, what kind of commercially you get to watch there. The thing that does piss me off about Hulu is if I'm watching like movies on the Criterion Collection and then they they'll throw in the ad breaks and then they'll be at like random times. I don't even like try to like Yeah, it's not there isn't a like cut. a good break. Yeah, there isn't yeah. a good cut where they'll yeah. They'll I, be in the middle of a scene like you know giving dialogue and all of a sudden boop. You know, so whatever algorithm they use to try to figure that out, that needs to be improved. Yeah, it it bothers me. Um, the, the commercial breaks don't really bother me if I'm watching like current TV shows, because mm. even then, like I'm still like not having to go through the trouble of trying to fast forward through them on my mm-hmm. DVR, and it's a 45 second break instead of like a four minute break. Yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm fine with that. But yeah, movies that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to fucking watch like uh, I've yet to watch a movie on Hulu, fucking Legetti. Well, they have, like, a lot of the Criterion stuff. On yeah, there. there's a lot of really good Criterion shit. And it just throws a break in there at random? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It, it's, it's, I just wish they'd at least, like, try to nail it so it's, like, a, a scene transition where they throw that commercial break in. I mean, preferably I for, like, Criterion shit. It's like, what the fuck is, like, you know, are they trying to market to me with, you know, what I'm watching, yeah. the old copy and of fucking Seven Samurai? And it's like, like guess what? You you paid Criterion for the privilege of, mm-hmm. of being their official streaming service. Um, you need to be presenting... That. Criterion's whole, like, mantra is presenting these, you know, classic, classic and notable films, films yeah. in the best format possible. Yeah. And you're ruining that. Yeah, it's it's like, it, it's an archive thing. Mm-hmm. It's a film archive thing. And yeah, you're, you're just dropping fucking, you know... Sam Jackson staring contest commercials in the middle of some fucking French at the same time at the same time if you're you're an incredibly pretentious person you could also say that you're ruining Criterion just by streaming it over an online service anyway no you should be watching it with your special 
best quality version of it on a Blu-ray with its fancy fucking box. And yeah, shit. those people can go fuck themselves. I mean, I love the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. I love that Hulu has it, you know? I, I mean, it's it's great because that... Um, I mean, I, uh, I like buying their discs because mm-hmm. they're always just impeccably put together mm-hmm. and there's lots of really interesting features and stuff. Uh, and the transfers are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're guaranteed to get the best quality transfer possible. These are for, dudes for that particular. Yeah, film. these are dudes who straight up fucking love movies. If they, that's the they case, passionate. then they should have stopped putting out Criterion movies on DVD, just out of principle. If their if their their whole marketing thing is, or if their whole mission statement is presenting these classic movies in the best well in the best possible way, they should only now that the format is caught up, only do it in Blu-ray. Well, don't put them out on DVD anymore because it's not the best anymore. That will eventually be the case. Yeah, I mean, right now there's still a huge audience for for DVD. Yeah, but if their if their mission statement is to put it out in the best possible way, I'm just trolling. Yeah, but if they, if they want mission statement is to put it out in the best possible way, then they should be like the best possible way I'll is counter, Blu-ray. I'll counter with this: um, most of the uh, most of the older films that um, that they have transferred on into a digital format. Mm-hmm. Um, Will look just as good on a DVD as they will on Blu-ray, because uh, the source the source material yeah. is what it is. So you can only you can only upres that so much. Yeah, but then with all the features, more features on a Blu-ray. So I'm yeah. tro- I don't care. <laughs> I'm That's just fine. I'm just giving them shit because yeah, they also put an Armageddon. You go ahead and write an email. They made a fucking Criterion collection of Armageddon. Now that was a great collection. There was, yeah. But I'm just saying they don't have the rights Armageddon. to it anymore. They well, gotta keep the vibrators buzzing, guys. Well, well, you know what? Yeah, well, that's exactly what it was. They, they put on a RoboCop they, too. Uh, yeah, I'm so, fine with that. Yeah, but, Ro- but Armageddon. RoboCop deserves it. But I enjoyed but Armageddon. They did Armageddon but, and The Rock because uh, again, that that's them paying the bills. Like because they did that and because those sold well, they were able to get their hands on so many. Someone really wanted isn't, a part in the next Michael Bay movie. Isn't Armageddon though an important, very important movie? Like, while it no. may not have been a great movie, wasn't it important for the time that ben, it, when it came ben, out? Armageddon ben, is probably the least important movie. Your ever. job is taking care of my little girl now. <laughs> I love you, Harry. Your grandfather said God gave his children so you'd have roses in winter. Animal what crackers. the fuck are you talking about, Bruce Willis? Anyway. That was a big movie at the time. I love that. I enjoy that movie. It was big. It wasn't important. It's a fun movie, but it's not It's not something that I, I figure Criterion should be making a special no, edition for. No. They made a great special edition. They did. That transfer, even though it wasn't anamorphic, was fantastic. Yeah. On DVD. But, yeah, I, anyway. Last-gen games. Yeah, so... The best last-gen games. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, oh, let, let's go... <laughs> Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. And I hope just, this keeps going. Let's oh, go ahead and, and just address the elephant in the room. Um, There's an elephant. Uh, yeah, there is. Didn't you see it? It's here in this the room. Giant Wonder Woman figure. Um, hey, yeah, she's she's elephant like. There she is, um, girl. You got anime eyes. Which, which uh, now, now that last gen is is you know slowly drawing to a close, uh, which console won? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Putting I mean, aside brand, if you thing. asked me, the first like half of the console generation, I'd say 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ask me the the second half, I'd go PS3. Yeah. If you wanted to ask me based on who I think did made the most money, Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, we we definitely. Uh, I completely forgot about Nintendo. Yeah, we definitely eclipsed both of the other. Uh, 
big consoles uh, in terms of sales. Mm-hmm. But just in in overall, first um, I thought you meant like we did. I'm like we did. Oh, we we uh, we okay. the okay. Nintendo yeah. Wii yeah. eclipsed uh, 360 and PS3 in sales by a very 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 healthy margin. Yeah, like almost exponential. But I mean, a lot of that's because it was like cheaper hardware that mm-hmm. they made a better profit on, and they had that. Wasn't it the same? Well, well and same that gimmick worked, and powers, yeah, the yeah that, that gimmick paid. Well, it was off. about a GameCube and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they didn't. Uh, they didn't bother really uh, advancing the technology. They just made that really accessible control scheme and made it and made it really easy for casual gamers and grandmas to get into it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, seniors how many, were playing Wii Bowling, man, at retirement. How many people show. bought that and just got Wii Fit and or, or or Wii Play or whatever? Wii Sports. Wii Sports, thank you. I, dude, my folks enjoyed the hell out of playing Wii Sports. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they worked. Then mm-hmm. what they went for worked. And yeah, as like hardcore gamers, and I hate the fucking term hardcore versus casual I gamers. I agree, I agree. There was still stuff that I loved on there. I mean, um, I lo- Super Mario Galaxy I think is fantastic. I think that's one of the best Mario games yeah. ever made. I still think of the term hardcore... When someone says hardcore anything, I still think of the difference between ECW and WWE, <laughs> which is a good explanation for yeah, it. Yeah, hardcore like, gamers are the ones that wrap themselves in barbed wire before they throw themselves on the, uh, you know, the burning ring. What I do, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, we had a lot of fun games. I love that the virtual console kind of like that set the stage. That, that would be my of, reason for getting a Wii. Yeah, I mean, that had some fantastic stuff, and this, some of the stuff I've seen on Wii U is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rush out and get one. The uh, The Resident Evil 4 for the Wii was a masterpiece. Mm. That Fucking was masterpiece. really good. It felt like that game was made for the Wii. Yeah, I agree. I, um, and, and it wasn't at all. No. And I never really played a lot of the games with the Motion Plus stuff, so I never really, you know, at a certain point I'm kind of like, eh, I'm mostly done with the Wii, and I, I still break it out to play Super Mario World. I'm a pretty hardcore gamer. I'm, <laughs> I'm not playing the Wii no more. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Nintendo did really well, but now, I mean, Microsoft and Sony have upped their games, and they also came up with their own fucking gimmicks last gen, Connect and the Move. Yeah, with, so, and with varying levels. Of so generally this conversation is still just down to Xbox and PlayStation. Well, I mean, we had some fantastic stuff. I mean, the we, Melee was a great Smash Brothers game. Yeah, that was good. But it, when if you think about the games that... Um, Dude, fucking Punch-Out for the Wii is fucking beautiful. The, the games that people are going to uh, still remember and look back on fondly five, ten years from now. The majority um, of them will not like be Super Mario titles. Galaxy. Yeah, that, that's not if it's not a Mario or a Zelda title. That's exactly the issue. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's what Nintendo has kind of become at, uh, for a lot of people is they're, they just make a Mario and Zelda machine. See, Nintendo, it, it's pure nostalgia for me. Yeah. That's the reason why I continue, you know, like I enjoy Nintendo stuff is, is the nostalgia. Is mm-hmm. I love. I grew up with the characters, I love the characters, and they still make good games with the characters. They make some shitty ones too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't look for like cutting edge, like, you know, amazing gaming experiences that I haven't seen before. You want to see Mario jump off some turtles? <laughs> well, I think pretty it, much. I yeah. think at this point, I'm Mario in a cat suit, dude. That new fucking Mario 3D Land World or whatever. It looks Wii awesome. U. It looks fantastic. Is that the the DS game? No, it's no. for the Wii. It's a new one. It's kind Wii of like a, it's it's a 3D platformer. It's kind of like the sequel to Mario 3DS. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have uh, uh, I'll have a 3DS tomorrow. Because oh, I traded a guy some figures for a 3DS. Cool. Is it worth it? 
Because uh, I'm torn between keeping it and selling ye- it. To be perfectly honest, there's some really good stuff for 3ds. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, though. I mean, what kind Pokemon. of Pokemon? Yeah, um, that's about all. I, all the only <laughs> thing Pokemon. I thought of when he's like, "I got a 3ds," I'm like, "Pokemon." Wait, new, new but Pokemon, then I thought new Mario Kart. Money. If, if o- Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. is that gonna be on there? They, they did is. a 3D remake of it. The new Star uh, Star Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't really do a lot of gaming, gaming though. Like. Even like any handheld gaming, really, I'm satisfied by playing Tiny Death Star and Plants vs. Zombies 2. Mm-hmm. I'm very satisfied with those simple, simple mm-hmm. games to get me through the 5-10 t- minutes that I would be spending on a handheld. And that's actually the thing that's kind of, is, you know, Android and iPhone and stuff like that have kind of really, I think, took a, a cause uh, handhelds to kind of take a hit because you can get games for like 5 bucks. And some of them are Android. in depth. Yeah, and some of them are fantastic. I mean, some of the, the games that I played on, on Android, and in a lot of cases, like I think, like things like World of Goo or Little Inferno, those are games that are far better on a tablet than they are, you know, with a touchscreen interface than they are with you know controller mm-hmm. on a handheld. Mm-hmm. And of course, you got the, the the Vita and the DS have the touch capability, but. Uh, a lot of those games, I think, work better on tablet, and you can get them for a lot cheaper, and there's great experiences. Um, there, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on 3DS. Um, if you ever go to a big con, Street Pass will become, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, people were... I, I'd be at MAGFest, and people would be, like, sitting down with their 3DS. was like, hold on, before we go up to the arcade, let me clear all my Street Pass shit. And it basically, that's like, you walk by other people, and it kind of transfers information, and they have, like, an RPG that you can play with your avatar. And the more street passes you collect from, like, different people, the higher you can advance in this, like, RPG-type game. Interesting. And get more, like, collectible stuff, like... Funny hats. hats and, you know, things like that. So that's, like, at big cons, the street pass thing is, like, huge. Everyone is, like, you know, popping out their 3DS and clearing it and shit like that. Um... I really, myself, I want a Vita. Um, I love mine. Yeah, I'm borrowing my brother's at the moment. And it pisses me, the thing that pisses me off is that I can't log in, I can't, like, sign into my account, because the Vita, like, when you link it to one account, it's stuck with that unless you wipe it, or do a full backup, and then, like, which, I'm like, I don't want to fucking back up, like, all 32 gigs of my brother's memory card just so I can sign on. But then that that makes it, in their way, that's the kind of... It's copy protection. Yeah. It's copy protection, it also makes it so, like... If you two were roommates, that means you both would have to buy one and yeah, instead of sharing one. Like you could do with the well, consoles where you could have multiple people logged in. You know? If, if all, all you would really need if you were sharing one is, is each person would need their own memory stick. Yeah. No, actually, you, you, it's tied to the system. Oh, you can't even swap memory sticks. You're stick. right. You're right. You have to, like, you can back it up to the PC, mm. like everything on there, and then clear it out and then, like, log in with the new thing. But, if you but let's be together, honest. If you two lived together and you both had the interest, you'd both have Vitas. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, and that—that's a small annoying thing. But yeah, I th- like Android and I mean, I, iOS games have been, and there's so much good stuff. And there. I think I think we I, I think we've uh, well, it, Nintendo will keep making handhelds as long as there's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I I honestly think that, that the handheld market is really going away in, in favor of smartphones. Uh, of course, people were saying the same thing about um, about consoles uh, that that you know that we were entering the last console generation. <laughs> I say that all the fucking time. Yeah, but I mean, these uh, the two new consoles that just launched, PS4 and uh, Xbox One, uh, they both have had basically the biggest console launches of all time. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, that's, yeah. It's that's only going to get more bigger, and more. When, that's bigger than Wii. That's bigger than PS2. And PS2 was insane. And that's, it's only going to become more and more of that because with with everything going online, streaming, I mean, I use my PlayStation far more for streaming TV shows and movies than I do for video games. And, I, and that's that's why, you know, most people, or a good portion of people play, you know, watch their Netflix on a gaming system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like Roku, yeah, you can get a Roku or whatever well, it is, but most people have one of those to do that, like they, a PlayStation to do uh, that. My, my friend Joanna, for example, they have a Wii, and it's basically a Netflix machine. Yeah. That's all it is. Uh, a, report, a report came out uh, a while back uh, that... Uh, the PS3 was the device most used to stream uh, Netflix. Like, like Netflix is streamed on a PS3 more than it is on any other type of device. I'll be honest. I like my 360. I use that far more for streaming shit from my computer through Play on mm-hmm. than I do for playing well, games. Well, I do the I do the same thing with my uh, with my PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Play on for a while, but I also if I if I just have. Um, Semi-legal uh, <laughs> uh, ABI files on my PC. I can uh, use it as a media server. They're not and legal. Let's just be honest. No, they're, they're the shit you turn. They're, they're yeah. Not, yeah. You're a person with the internet. I, I, it's I, fine. I yes, I have occasionally torrent things. Um, but then I, but then I buy them. Mm-hmm. I don't. No, I because I'm a person. No, yeah, that's personal. Well, yeah, I mean you know, that is kind of bad of you. It is um, kind of bad of me, but then some of the things that I want to buy are ridiculously Yeah, expensive. well, let, let's just, you know, as long as none of us are pretending that it's okay that we do this, then... No, I feel conflicted every night when I fall yeah, asleep. No, I cry I, myself to sleep that I can't afford I, comics in real life. Yeah, and you, and yet you somehow feel entitled to them anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you get a subscription to Marvel Unlimited? It's 70 bucks Because I don't have a tablet. That's true. And this thing kind of just became big, so... Yeah, there, and Marvel's app, old app sucked. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, it really that was the thing is like on Dece- on Christmas Eve, I was kind of playing around with it, and we talked about Marvel Unlimited last episode. Um, but yeah, it was like you know, after I read that next those next wave collections, it's like man, I'd really like to go back and start watching reading comics again. So I went and I decided to check out the Marvel Unlimited, and I checked out the preview stuff, the free issues that they had, and I'm like, this app's a lot better. Fuck it, and I dropped the ten bucks, and then. God, I would gladly the rest several of several hundred issues of comics that I've read in the past month. Yeah. Shit, the past three weeks. I will gladly do that uh, as soon as I can get a tablet. Like, I I'd like yeah. to get a tablet instead of my Nook. I might sell my Nook to get a tablet. Yeah, I, and again, you can read shit on the PC, but then you're tied to the PC. With the tablet, I can be reading stuff, take it to the John. You know, exactly. That's what I like. House. Yeah. And you can't, you just can't do those on the phone. Mm-hmm. Technically, you can. It's not going to look good on the phone. You no, know? it's not. But yeah, with with the Nexus Ten, it, it, the the artler, even the old shit from like the the late nineties, early two thousands, when they're with before they used the glossy paper, the art look, work looks very clean and fantastic. Nice. It's not like they just scan PDFs of it, which is you know when you're looking at old torrents of you know yeah, it does not CDR files. It, it's a lot of it you get the imperfections. I mean, this is good clean artwork, and that's what I, I really dig about it. Again, there are issues where some of the the comics they're missing lettering and some of the word makes me wonder if if this is going to make it easier for pirating though because instead of having to scan the weekly issue oh never mind since it's not current up to current it's not current like it's four months, four months behind, behind. Yeah. yeah there's no yeah never mind but even so, then I don't think I don't think you can just like kind of like easily rip um, the comic I'm sure there's screen. some, some well, yeah that. but, mm, that's a lot of work for whatever 
And as opposed to turning each page and scanning it on your scanner. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know. As, as for back to the main topic of this podcast <laughs> uh, was Marvel Unlimited. Yes. Uh, com or comics. Um, best oh, game, best games of last uh, console. Oh. This past console. Best console of last year. Oh, um, I think in the end, I, I, honestly, I, for for the, I think PS3 ended up winning it out for the nine for the nine nine or so years of last generation. I'm going to say that most of my memories, most of my happy memories, came from Xbox mm -hmm. because most of the games what, I played. What were came those? From, huh? What were those? Because there's only like never mind. Yeah, yeah. What were some of your happy memories? What yeah. were the games that stood? Yeah. Out what? Uh, yeah. That. What do you love about the 360? Well, okay. Uh, I had a 360. For, uh, we got the. Th I got a 360 first, mm -hmm. and one of the first games I played was one of the launch titles, Dead Rising, which it was just mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Like being able, they got yeah. old quick. Dead Rising was great, but uh, just the ability to kill all those zombies and having fun. so many zombies on screen and running through the mall, you know. And I remember like Dawn of the Dead when AJ, our friend, lived on my couch. Mm -hmm. He was it AJ or Daniel? They did the thing where you had to kill five hundred thousand zombies to unlock the Mega Man gun, mm -hmm. and he did it. Wow! And it took ow, It took mm -hmm. him a whole day of just like he got in a car and then drove through the. Um, the parking garage. Yeah, kept where you just yeah, they for, just keep killing for at least though. nine hours. He was doing this until finally he got it because you had to do it because the game had a time limit. Mm -hmm. So you had to. That's the only way he could do it. And nine hours later, we had it. So that was great, and it was a great memory being able to do that. Look, the game isn't so much playable really nowadays, but like that's a great memory. Halo Three. All the time we spent on Halo Three was a great memory. Well, you're not a Halo fan. I'm not a Halo fan. Yeah. Like, for we, those listening to the podcast, I was making a jacking off yeah, motion when yeah. he mentioned Halo. We were like, we, uh, Halo was big for us. So Halo Three, like Halo Two, was really the holy fuck. And then yeah. Halo Three was a, a little, little bit of a letdown, but it was still the end of the. We were big into the campaign, so it was. I love. We got to ad, finish the series. I love the ad campaign for Halo, where they're interviewing the the veterans. So yeah. it's like, kind of like a like a Ken Burns esque documentary of like the great. They show ad, you like the the, the little model thing that they had that they zoomed. That was cool. Yeah, great ads. I, I just I don't give a fuck about Space Marine games. You know, I, I can't get into them. Mm. It's it was so such so much fun. Like we played the campaigns. For Halo, for well, Halo One, Two, and Three, we beat the campaign so many times. Keep in mind, only one of those was a 360 title. True. Yeah. yeah. Don't quit hating on Halo. No, no we're, we're, I'm, we, I'm just we saying. Have vaguely, our, well, we had a topic. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite game of, like last gen? Either 360, PlayStation, Wii, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead. The amount of time original. Per first one, okay. the amount of times that we played Left 4 Dead, mm -hmm. the amount of like conversations, the short films we made about Left 4 Dead, those two, two interviews that yeah. we did, we did a third that we we don't. I don't talk about. about. Yeah, the adrenaline. Video. That was an idea that, <laughs> that we. I liked the idea. It just it went too long. Anyway, and got a little creepy. It got really creepy. I still <laughs> like it. I still like the concept of it's fun. YouTube.com slash Airport Road. You can watch interview with the. Left for Dead interview with the zombie part one and two, yeah, and then we did one called Left for Dead Adrenaline, so Adrenaline pills or something. It, it, it becomes a junkie like requiem for a dream a, thing. Yeah, I, I think our, our vision it was a funny concept. We were f we were kind of fucking around. We had short. That's all of our videos. We kind of do like on a very short time frame. Mm -hmm. So. We get the people like, well, how come you didn't put makeup on his arms for the zombie thing? It's like, fuck you. Because if fuck we're doing you, a bullshit interview with a zombie from Left 4 Dead in yeah. the living room. <laughs> yeah, we're not making a fucking like fan film that you know is going to be a goddamn on our resume. And we never showed a tank either, so fuck it. Yeah. 
But no, Left for, the amount of time we spent we spent playing Left 4 Dead and the fun time playing mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead were, was awesome. Left 4 Dead is probably my favorite shooter of last gen. Mm-hmm. Easily. Um, in Left 4 Dead 2, I had a, a lot of fun with. Um, I think I lost my gold account shortly after Left 4 Dead 2 came out, though. Uh, so I kind of stopped playing I, I enjoyed a little play, bit. I, I enjoyed playing uh, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good time. I, you got to get your That's actually you got to play some of that on Steam sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I downloaded I downloaded it at one point. It's mm-hmm. just, I need a game a gaming pad. Oh, to play it, really? Yeah, I'm not I good at WASMD. I can do it. Well, uh, you can get like a, a 360 wire controller and just plug it in. Oh, does that work? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, like everything supports the 360 gamepad practice. Since it's Microsoft, it's, I guess. It's pretty much the default. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, I mean, Left 4 Dead was, yeah, like I think my favorite gaming experience of last gen. And that kind of was why I was, I'm so gung-ho about Xbox. It's all those games that we played when... We lived at Airport Road together. Yeah, the split screen. That was a lot. I love that game. That was good times. Mm-hmm. That was good times. Uh, you got a favorite one? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's tough to call, but I'm going to say my, uh, I, th- I think the best slash my favorite uh, game of last gen was Bioshock 1. Okay. Um, I just, it, it transcended uh Games for me. I don't think we've had this well, conversation. What did you think about Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite? I liked it. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. The thing um, Aaron was doing about jacking off. You don't like Bioshock? Halo is what I think of whenever I hear Bioshock. What's wrong with you? I don't care. Have you ever played it? Yeah. Did, did you play the whole thing? No. How much did you play? I played for a couple hours and got bored. Uh, I don't know why. I just didn't like it me so much. Man. I just didn't like it. Uh, I, I will say with Infinite, I think it's a beautifully done game. I, I really like the character of Elizabeth. Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth yeah, whatever. Um, uh, my my issue with it is, as a shooter, it's extremely generic. Yeah, and the storyline shit it don't fucking quite make sense to me. And it it's, it, it the storyline's kind of. I saw I saw what they were going for. Yeah, and. Um, it was a fun game. I enjoyed playing it, but um, but Bioshock One was a revelation to me. Mm. Um, it was really the first time. It it helps that it was the first game that I got when I mm. got my PS3. Um, so it was both uh, my first time with a shooter doing something kind of different. Get on that, buddy. And with That's just. Nice gaming that jet. It's a beautiful, like, awesome environment and world that they created. Yeah. I think the world of the Bioshock games are far better than the games themselves. I, I, I can I can definitely see that. But they're, I mean, they're... I, I had so many great experiences last gen. That's just the one that stands out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it really... Um, they really did something cool and meta with it, um, and uh, and I think it's some, I think it's a game that everyone should play. Mm. Um, but I mean, I could just as easily say Fallout Three um, or Uncharted, mm-hmm. um, which I, I love the hell out of mm. both of those. Um, and, uh, and but I'm gonna say yeah, Bioshock. Okay. I, I also have a lot. Of I think that's the one that's going to end up being uh, important because so many. Uh, uh, so many shooters that have come since then, um, not just shooters, but just games in general, have taken so many cues from Bioshock. Oh, yeah. yeah. As far as trying to build a, a world and, and immerse you to that level. Um, I have two. I, I really can't decide between the two. Uh, first off, Red Dead Redemption. So fantastic. Amazing it. game. It's Grand Theft Horse. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Western made by Rockstar. Um, I have the just, platinum. Oh, did, wow. Oh, and 100% of all the DLC trophies, too. Wow. Yeah. It took me about 150 hours. Yeah. Woo. How do you feel about that now? Loved it. I, I, now, how I, do you feel about your accomplishment now? Oh, no, I mean, I feel fantastic about it, because how many people can say that? I mean, a few thousand, but still. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot. But, but I mean, uh, I spent a lot of time doing that, but I never stopped having fun. Mm. And... And that's the thing. Like, well, I, Mexico dragged on probably about five missions yeah, longer than it should have. I've heard a lot of people say that, but I was enjoying the uh, I was enjoying the world so much mm-hmm. that it, it ne- I never really felt it. That scene where you first get where you where cross the music the, starts, you cross the thing, oh, and you get on your horse, and the music that song just it's starts. It's so playing. amazing. I wasn't expecting it. I'm like. Oh man! And then you're just looking at the scenery and watching mm-hmm. the sunset. As it's a beautiful game, and the characters are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the, the 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 girl who whose family owns the ranch. Yeah, I don't remember her name. One of my favorite, like, and this is terrible, but yeah, like a fantastic female protagonist. You know, that just a good character, female character. Yeah, in a game, one that doesn't take shit, but is still really cool. Uh, like, really, just it's a great game. Um, Everyone, I, I, I recommend checking that out. I, it's easily the best Western game I think that's ever been made. Yeah. Um, my second choice is Telltale Games The Walking Dead. Yes. Um, and I there's only one episode of it, but I'm also going to throw in The Wolf Among Us, The Fables. Mm-hmm. The first episode of that is amazing. And, and Walking Dead Season 2. Yeah, I haven't played the first episode of season two yet. I, I, really I haven't either. Is that a continu- or a sequel to the yeah. first one? Yeah, yeah. and it's not um, following the show because I, I didn't know if season it's, two. It's, it's, it's based on the comic, not the show. Yeah, it, Glenn shows up like in one of the earlier episodes as a character, and then he kind of splits off as his group. Like before he met up with Rick's yeah. uh, group, Glenn is, is like involved with your group. Okay, well, I played a little bit of the first one, and I know Herschel showed up, and then mm-hmm. I think Glenn just. Yeah, showed yeah, up. yeah, Glenn and Herschel are both in it, but. Um, yeah, that was fantastic, and that was Telltale. I, I've, I've been enjoying Telltale's games for, mm-hmm. for years, since they uh, took over Monkey Island. Yeah, and Sam and Max. And, and Sam and Max, I, um, I like Sam and Max, but at the same time, um, those games run like such shit on consoles. Uh, yeah, they, that, that's they, something you play on PC. That's the thing, I know nothing about the, Sam and Max, the video games, I just remember watching the cartoon. That was a, a good cartoon. That was a good cartoon. That was a good cartoon series. So I didn't know that was a cart. It was a game. Yeah. Um, I will say this: anyone, Lucas Arts. yeah, um, yeah, t- uh, Telltale, um, any Telltale game, don't get it on console. Mm. Yeah, it runs much better. Get it on PC. PC. Um, e- even Walking Dead had had was full of glitches, but my, my uh, but not Jurassic the, Park did, didn't run for um, Xbox. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and Jurassic Park was god awful. Um, Jurassic Park was them trying to emulate Heavy Rain, and yeah. I, I've made my opinions on Heavy Rain known <laughs> yes. several times. Um, except, Jason! I'll, I'll say, Jason! Uh, yeah, except except much worse than he- much worse implemented than Heavy Rain because yeah. they made the prompts for the various buttons so small that you couldn't tell what you were looking at. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hated Jurassic Park. I enjoyed uh, Back to the Future, which played that was a lot of a fun. lot more like a, a standard point and click adventure. Yeah, and the dude they got to play Marty, the it, dude, his voice, perfect was fantastic. impression. Yeah, and they actually got Doc Brown in this. Jennifer 2, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was... Telltale is fantastic. I mean, it, really the only miss I had. Jennifer say, 2, Elizabeth Shue? Yeah, I don't think she was even in the Maybe game. it was Jennifer 1. Yeah, maybe Jennifer 1. I yeah, because she played her in, like, the uh, the, the the Citizen Brown um, right. alternate future. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. 
Maybe I don't know. It's one of the Jennifers they they found. The, the one in the second movie was Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, second and third was Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she was barely in three. Yeah, she just kind of like she was, was just on there, the porch, and then Marty the, woke up at the end, and it's like, oh look, there's a there's a time machine. Oh look, it's there's a point in time where I really hated her because she broke uh, um, Larusso's heart in Karate Kid Two. No, see, I loved Elizabeth because Shue they, because they of Adventures up. in Babysitting. Yes, that, that yeah, I agree. That's but like fine, before I saw that, a, like a Japanese girl. Yeah, but the whole yeah. point of the move first movie is that being bullied. He learns karate. Just the ten of us in the third one. Oh, the third uh, one doesn't exist. Well, <laughs> uh, I agree. But no, like the whole point of the movie is he, he's bu- new kid gets bullied, learns karate, beats up the bullies, gets, gets the respect, girl. gets the girl. Next movie, oh, she she went fell back in love with her ex boyfriend, the football player. <laughs> In, in a passing like statement in the beginning of the movie, and then it's like here Daniel son have a new car, and then and the movie just keeps going. I'm like you fucking bitch, <laughs> all that shit, man. You you were at the tournament with him when the leg got swept. Well, that's that's like in Transformers three where they're just like yeah, uh, Megan Fox, whatever. The man. whole point of Total the second mo- the whole plot of the second <laughs> movie was around Shia LaBeouf being able to say to Megan Fox that he loved finally her. loved her, and then she's like yeah, she just left. So yeah. I replaced her with a blow-up doll. Yeah, with uh, she had a weird face. Weird face. Yeah, she looks weird. like a frog. <laughs> yeah, like weed. But a better movie. Kick her out of bed. Speaking of Shia LaBeouf. Oh wow! What the yeah. fuck is he back what? on the sauce or something? Like, What's going like, on? Dude? I keep wondering if it's if it's a uh, if it's this weird like I'm still there. Does he look funny? Joaquin Phoenix type no, thing. You've been following this? No. Uh, okay. So all right. So Shia LaBeouf. He made a, uh, a short film. Did you know about this Shia LaBeouf thing? Huh? Did you know about Shia LaBeouf's thing? Huh. He's, okay. a, he's gone apeshit nuts. Yeah. All right, so Shia LaBeouf made this short film um, that, like, screened at Sundance mm-hmm. uh, or, or Con. Something like that. Yeah, well, Sundance, I think. So major, a major film festival yeah. um, it, about, uh, about online video, uh, an online movie critic or whatever. Um, and, uh, and, you know... <laughs> Basically released it to, to the festivals, and then he started streaming it online uh, recently. And it came out, uh, like, somebody spotted, hey, that's exactly like this Daniel Klaus comic. Mm-hmm. Um, with Daniel Klaus, the guy who wrote Ghost World. Ghost World, and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, Art School Confidential? No, no, no. No, Zwickoff directed Art School Confidential. Oh, uh, okay, that's what I'm thinking yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... So and then it turned out that it was pretty much just plagiarized word he for word. Completely ripped off the dude's um, and just and all he did, all he really did was change the characters' names. Mm-hmm. So um, so then that came out, and then he just he tweeted this half-assed apology, which it turned out was plagiarized from previous like yeah, Twitter like, apologies by like Tiger Woods. Yeah, and, and then uh, he like grabbed one from like Yahoo Answers, mm-hmm. and he just kept. It's almost like it's some kind of surreal performance art. At a yeah. certain point, it, like as an ap- to apologize to um, <coughs> Daniel Close, he like hired a skywriter to say he's sorry, <laughs> like over like L.A. and like Close, and the, and Close then he lives in a, the Bay Area. He doesn't even live there. Yeah, but he would find out on that. <laughs> yeah, but basically, it got to the point where like Close's lawyer, and then he started like a cease and desist letter. Sent a cease and desist letter. Just like stop. Okay, just stop. Yeah. And the the most recent revelation is that he's retired from public. Yeah, life. yeah. He announced on Twitter that he's retiring from public life. 
Yeah, and then he, uh, like, did this little pissy thing. It's like, don't be creative. Hashtag, like, you know. Like, yeah, just don't be creative. It's like, you weren't being creative. You were fucking ripping people off. And then when you got busted on it, you decided that it would be cute to rip off other people's apologies. Well, there's a small possibility. It's got to be some sort It's of... so weird that he thinks that he's being some kind of performance art thing. It's It's got to be that. It, or he's drinking again. I mean, they, they've got to be, like... I didn't know he was drinking in the first place. Yeah, he he's had issues with that. He got in, like, a car wreck or something. They, I mean, they, somebody's got to be filming all of this for, for you know... Yeah, a, it's a like a Joaquin Phoenix type Yeah, it's just like a Joaquin Phoenix, I'm still there, or I'm still here, whatever it was called. The problem is, is that Joaquin Phoenix is actually some dude who has fucking legit talent. Yeah, that's true. And Shia LaBeouf is the dude from Holtz. <laughs> right. And Indy and, 4, uh, for fuck's Even sake. Stevens. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. I, I it's weird, man. It's weird. It, it's like watching somebody just have a meltdown. Yeah, it's like, it's like it, it, at what point it's like the Amanda Bynes thing almost, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. just like not as horrifying and sad, but it's still like, what the fuck are it's you like, thinking? Yeah, why are you? You know. <laughs> well, I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I always really often weird. tried to figure out the Amanda Bynes thing in my head, and, and I, she's I, I imagine it's just it's because of the difference in lifestyle being. I imagine it has something to do with, like, from since she was a kid, she was on TV, famous, yeah. rich, famous, that, with and, um, ups and downs, yeah. trailing off, and then trying to be like, what the hell is, is happening? Well, the Amanda Bynes thing, she's legit schizophrenic. Yeah. She has mental issues that, that, but where'd that pop come up. From? Well, those sort of things tend to pop up in your 20s. Yeah. If you're susceptible to it, like, that's where those things, that's why you hear about a lot of people triggering, like, in their 20s. Like the dude who shot Gabrielle Giffords, the congresswoman from uh, what was it, Texas? Yeah, I know. Uh, I know yeah, about. yeah, but that was a dude who was pretty much legit normal, and then all of a sudden he was in college and he just started going crazy train. And it, it's just it that kind of thing, like that's the brain powers, just kind of crazy, crazy train. That's that's a new X Men character coming, coming out. Off the rails. Ha 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 ha! Um, so. So we've barely talked about the topic of this episode in eh. this entire podcast. Well, I mean, we're yeah. having a good time. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, Telltale Games, Walking Dead, uh, pretty much, and Wolf Among Us. If you haven't played that, that's fantastic. Yeah, that is really good. Whether or not you've read Fables, mm-hmm. it's kind of a prequel to Fables. But I ended up playing it the way that I thought, like Bigby from the comic would play it, and it's really good. And it ends on a really like a cliffhanger that you know. Is going to get resolved, but it's like, oh shit, you know. I think most of my gaming experience in the last generation was a lot of looked over games and smaller games. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't play a lot of like the big popular ones. I didn't play a single Final Fantasy. I haven't played Final Fantasy in years. You don't need played. to play any of the last gen Final Fantasy. The, last the games that are sticking out in my mind are like Splatterhouse. <laughs> that game was fucking fun. You splattered uh, so much in that house, <laughs> and it was just so good. Um, and also, uh, it was it was just your basic smash, like beat them up. Yeah, but it was so bloody and fun. Uh, and one of the other big games that I remember playing the fuck out of was Sp- Spider Man Web of Shadows. That was a good game. That fucking was. That was, that was still. I think the free, that was the, the last free roaming game. game. That's the best fighting game they've made. Yeah. Because yeah. it just you got all the villains in there, and then halfway through the game, it becomes a zombie game yeah. where the entire city is is symbiotes. symbiotes. Yeah, it got so good, and um, I, I yeah, I, the combat you know on ground on the side of buildings and aerial, all of it really fun and very enjoyable to do. I even like the Amazing Spider-Man game. That was another I didn't play that one. Yet. 
It wasn't bad. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Okay. Let's play it. it. It wasn't bad, and I thought they did a good job. It wasn't free roaming, though, right? No, it was. Oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> it's it's pretty good. Uh, it, it's it's a good licensed game. It's I also want to play the Shattered Dimension, the other one where you play like four, all four. Uh, I heard that was, uh, it was, no? Shattered Dimensions, and then there was... there was uh, The one that was like him in 2099. Yeah. They, they split off that. And yeah. yeah, I just... Not so hot. Like, uh, a lot of people liked Web of Shadows. If the, that's what it was called, right? But it just seems like, yeah, like that one and Splatterhouse, a lot of the games I played were some of the more looked over. Like, people didn't really speaking give that much of, yeah, shit about Speaking of games. overlooked games, Enslaved was fantastic. Uh, mm. I, I loved that game. That was a great game. Uh, and I felt like it deserved a lot more love than it got. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a Team Ninja, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory, thank you. Thank yeah. You. yeah, Team Ninja's uh, That's Ninja DOA. Yeah, yeah, DOA, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, well, luckily they they got to move on to bigger and better things. They you know did DMC, but I mean, I mean, better for them as a company I understand, yes, is, yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. But I haven't actually played it, even though it's free on PS Plus right now. Um, uh, but uh, but Enslaved was fantastic, and I wish it had done better because I would love to see a sequel to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Circus doing all the all of the mocap monkey. voice for for Monkey. Um, Playing that game made me want to go back and watch a Dragon. And Ball. that was one of the one of the few cases. Uh, there have been several uh, in the past so in the past few years. That was one of the few cases where you. We're playing with an NPC the whole time who never got annoying or in the way, uh, and that's very hard to do and, and have it not feel like an escort mission the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, like in Resident Evil Four, what what I hated every minute I was with her, yeah, which is the entire mm-hmm. actually, especially like I, I long I well, long for the scenes dumpster, where it's, yeah you have you put her in the dumpster. Right. I long for the scenes where she gets kidnapped. Because then you're like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, I can go where. So that's why I'm, I'm so ha- I was so happy when I beat the game. And I'm like, all right, now wear the armor suit, and you can I can just do whatever I want. Because mm-hmm. when she's wearing the suit of armor, she can't be hurt. Nice. Yeah. Well, the, but the girl in the slave was fantastic, and a few other games have been able to do that right. I would I would argue that Bioshock Infinite is one that actually has a useful mm-hmm. NPC. Um, um, yeah, she the, throws fucking items to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, but but. She doesn't get in the way. No, she doesn't. No, and, not at all. And you don't. And you don't feel like you're having to like protect her, and, and she isn't making you fail missions constantly. Yeah, she can't die from getting hurt. Right. Basically, um, yeah. Elena in the Uncharted games is is another one that uh, is great and actually helpful and just fun to have her there. You know, because the dialogue in those games is so fantastic. Anyway, um, and. Um, I, and of course, The Last of Us, mm. which we haven't brought up yet, but I, I, I haven't just, played yet. I mean, I, there are yeah. great things. About I, since we, uh, it, it belongs in any conversation about the best games of this generation, and if if this is the last great game that ever comes out for the PS3, they are going out on a fucking high note. Um, it is easily my favorite game of the past year, um, and I would probably put it in my top five for this gen. Uh, I just I have not since it's so new I, I haven't spent enough time with it to to put it um, higher than like a Fallout Three or a Mass Effect yeah. or an Uncharted Two but it definitely belongs in that conversation. Right on. The um, was also a great game. Hmm. Arkham City. Yeah, yeah. Arkham City yeah. was Arkham, the whole Arkham, Arkham Man's, Trilogy. Yeah. I haven't played Origins yet. I haven't played Origins, yet. but a uh, different uh, different developer. 
I hear it's still incredibly good. Yeah, I hear it's really good. It's just not up to rock steady standards. Yeah. You know, the the people that brought us State of Emergency when you heard that they were doing a Batman game, and you're like, mm, okay. Yeah. And then it, they fucking and, nailed it. And then it. it was fantastic. Yeah. Easily the um, best Batman game. Yeah. But I probably won't care Is it as the best much. Best superhero game? Mm-hmm. Web of Shadows was really <laughs> Web of Shadows was really fun. I, I, I really like that. I played through that twice. I mean, good and bad, Spidey. I'd say it's the best. I would say it's the best superhero game based on an existing property. Um, I would I would put Infamous Two um, above it as a best superhero game. Period. Yeah, I've got all those, and I need to play them. They're, I got them all through like Plus and shit. I, I think I was playing games. Infamous Two. I think I didn't really care for it. That's the electric. You, game, you right? didn't like the first one. Okay, I'll play the first one. I don't one. think you've ever played the second one. The second one is better. I, I still really liked the first one, but uh, after playing the second one, it's harder to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Uncharted. Uncharted 1 was a fantastic game, but it was early in the PS3's life cycle, and they fixed a lot with Uncharted 2. Uh, you still need to go and play all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But I'm going to recommend that you just start with 1 and play them in order because you're not going to want to go back to 1 after playing 2 if you decide you like it. And you okay, I don't want to get the story. Yeah, uh, the story does help. Yes. Uh, one thing that I would like to, to bring up, you know, as part of the last Cultural Gen, this is where a lot of like indie games kind of became more mainstream. Uh, yeah, and more accessible Thank to, to people. Um, and, you know, I mean, downloadable games were pretty much unheard of previously. Yeah, and that, that changed the game, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and, I, and there have been so many amazing and inexpensive um, indie experiences on consoles uh, this gen that, um, that you're really starting to see that that could, in the future, be a much bigger market than mm-hmm. AAA titles. I... Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, most of the bigger studios scale back their their AAA releases to you know three four a year, um, you know per developer, mm-hmm. um, and then just uh, have a bunch of really cool smaller experiences for you know the five ten bucks that you end up paying to get them. I just, Journey was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jer- Jer- two hour game and still one of one of the it's best uh, just, gaming experiences yeah. I've had. It, which you can and it's hardly a very simple game. Yeah, you I mean, can hardly even call simple. it a game. I mean, it, it, well, but, you can, but, but I mean, it is. But yeah. but there's not a lot of like, there's not a lot of gaminess to it. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like you're not you're it, not chasing points. You're not. You're, it's you're just traveling. You're just traveling. So you've from got one this point goal. To you've got the mountain that you have to get to, and it's just beautiful. The and, music, the the very minimalistic art style, and they really managed to capture the feeling that you're on an adventure mm-hmm. um, and, and discovering something new. And uh, that's that's easily one of the best gaming experiences I've had in the past five years. I've been a big fan. Of, I, I pretty much love everything that that game company comes out with. And that's yeah. their name, that game company. Yeah. They did Flower. Flow, Flower. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Journey. I, they also did a game called Cloud that was like a PC uh, free yeah, game yeah. that you can find that was very simple compared to the other ones, but it was very, yeah. it was a very beautiful experience, you know? Yeah. Was, Flower, uh, I also loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, one of the few things that I'll actually put up with the fucking motion control, right? Uh, Dual shock. Exactly. Um, it, it's funny because you know, Flower was something that I that I threw in because I, you know, I knew it was laid back and and kind of relaxing. It's, it's and a great game to play. I am really high. I ended up not putting it down until you know I I, I went all the way to the end, mm-hmm. and I was actually I actually surprised myself because I was. Pretty much moved to tears toward the end. 
Um, and, and even more so with Journey. Mm-hmm. But um, it's very rare that something just does that to me without, you know, without having to, like, without pandering. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's like going back to The Walking Dead, that was one of those games that the thing that I, I loved about that game, you know, it's an adventure game. Yeah, it, Telltale does adventure really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're a lot of, they're made up of people who were, like, you know, back in the day making adventure games, like for LucasArts and shit. But the, the fact that that gives you this moral dilemma, it, it just where you're like, the, no decision's going to be good. Yeah. Make one you, or the other. You have but to make these choices. It's going to. I, that that game uh, and uh, Clementine, oh my god, they that is like they fucking perfect, perfect like character that you yeah. just are so you you can't help but not feel protective of this imaginary game yeah. character between Walking Dead and The Last of Us. Those those two yeah. games really like kicked my my and I I know that this is just because I'm a father now, but it really kicked that fatherly mm. instinct into high gear for me where. I was prepared to slaughter anyone and everyone uh, to keep this kid safe. And you do. It's like I did not care about what happened to anyone else. My only priority was this Mm -hmm. kid is safe. You compromised her safety, guess what? You're taking a bullet to the head. And um, very few games have made me feel that protective toward a fictional character. Yeah, Clementine is one of those characters that like you. I I can't help but feel parental for and. Kudos to Telltale for for constructing. I've noticed that about about you that since you've had a kid, like mm-hmm. like things like that affect you a lot more than they well, would it, in any way like, affect me. That's the, like I remember it changed you had your this, entire you had this, perspective on life. Yeah, this I think Heavy Metal put it out as like a it was a collection of zombie stories. Oh yeah, and I read it and I was like, and one of them was about a guy who finds this kid in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It's like a 50-page comic story, and it's about him and the kid going on, and I'm reading it, and I get to the end, I'm like, that was good. And then you're reading it, and then when you get to the end, you're like, fuck that. Yeah, I was fuck that. I broken. The fuck that. I'm like, what? Yeah, you're like, I have a kid. Fuck that. Yeah, and spoilers, the kid dies in this Yeah, the kid zombie. is, like, shot by, like, some asshole. Yeah. Basically, and yeah, uh, it, it, and I, just, I was very uh, much like, "Oh, bummer, man! That's that, a sad ending to a story." No, you that, were like distraught. That that stabbed me in the gut, you know. Because yeah. imagine and, the ending of the uh, of the mist affected you differently than it did me. Because I was just pissed. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm sure you were like, "Oh." No, like that's the thing that, like, dude, like, and you know, ever since I knew I was going to become a dad, that that's one of those things that, like. Kids like hit me, at, you know, on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. You know, like anything, like protecting kids is like super big to me. And like seeing a kid hurt or in danger just is one of those things that wigs me out because that's one of my huge fears. Mm-hmm. I think like years ago when we were talking about you know zombie apocalypse podcast uh, on this. Oh, like we were that our podcast about how the zombie apocalypse wouldn't be fun and people yeah. need to shut up. Yeah, stop like fucking fetishizing the zombie apocalypse. But that was the thing. It's like I wouldn't want to be. I never want to do it because my big thing would be like my kiddo and worrying about him and protecting him. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I lost my kiddo for any reason, zombie apocalypse or I, I spend my like I worry. You know, when I don't I don't when my kiddo's not with me, I worry. It's like you know, I know he's with his mom and he's safe, but it's like you know, what happens if they're driving somewhere and a drunk driver hits them? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the things that that terrify me more than anything else. Not like you know, serial killers under my bed, you know, or or werewolves or whatever. It's 
the idea that my kiddo might be hurt. Mm-hmm. That's the most terrifying thing in the world to me. <clears throat> Agreed. So, yeah, that that hits me at an, a primal emotional level. I have. I've, that has no comic, man. I, I have had. Thanks moments. for bringing that up, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad again. <laughs> I have had moments where I have just laid awake at night. Um, with these imaginary hypothetical scenarios of something happening to my child and just and just how I would react and I I mean I hate to say it but I honestly feel like you know if if something that terrible mm. happened to my son um, I don't know that I would ever be able to recover from that in mm. in the sense that, not just in the sense that I you know that it would haunt me for the rest of my life in the sense that I would probably check out Mm-hmm. That that I would just end it. There wouldn't be a point. Yeah, for me, that that would be. Ugh. Yeah, because um, when because when you know, I mean, they're a part of you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but like, it's like the moment they're born, you immediately like you know, all of your you know hopes for the future and everything are are. Um, transposed onto them mm-hmm. and like they are the future to you at that point and yeah. so if they're gone then there is no future yeah yeah it's wow a depressing episode can we talk about video games it's like more? king theoden <laughs> king. yeah he got really sad dog yeah, it was two towers by the way oh that was but, two towers yeah then yeah. a theodred man then a drake kind of ate through a horse at him and that was in return a fell beast yeah, and then like a nerd harder dude. I just imagine that rapper dude throwing a horse. Could have taken it with Nathan Drake picking up a horse and throwing it. Up. Yeah, he could do it too. Um, that that is one thing. Like I mean, I love the Uncharted games, but it, like the, it, it's weird because you know they're they're very funny. Um, and if you, I hope you actually eventually play through all of them because mm-hmm. Nathan Drake is such a fun character. He's very much like a Mal Reynolds type, you know, roguish, uh, roguish and funny. Well, I want to play him because I listened to a podcast with the voice actor who plays him and Sean Astin and the guy who played uh, Raphael in the original, original Turtles. Yeah, so it was three Raphs together. Talking tunes. Yeah, it was all three Raphs together and I was like, I should probably play those because he sounds like a nice guy. What's his name? Uh, is it no. Nolan North. Nolan, Nolan North. North. Yeah. yeah, he was also the penguin in uh, Arkham Asylum. He what? is in. Uh, he's in. He does a lot. Games. Yeah, he did like he was in both Marvel Alliance games. In the Prince of Persia reboot, he's the voice which, of Deadpool hmm. in the games. In the Prince of Persia reboot, he was the prince. Uh-huh. Um, which I wish they had made a sequel to that damn game instead of um, trying mm-hmm. to tie it into the. You, you yeah. didn't like it? I well, no, the first with the Sands of Time. Or are you talking about no, the, no, oh no. the watercolory one? Yes, I like that. Yeah, I really yeah, like that like game. That. I didn't. I didn't like when they then went back to try and do a semi sequel to Sands of Time to tie in with the movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I, I like. I thought it was a beautiful game. I, I thought it felt. It was very dumbed down. It it was. It was very. It was much more simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it's a beautiful game, but I I really enjoyed it. That Prince of Persia movie bomb real bad. I think it did. It, it did didn't okay. do that. It didn't like do John Carter bad, but it. It did okay, which which is sad because I kind of enjoyed it. John Carter was a great movie. Yeah. It was a really fun sci-fi. I, I really movie. liked it. Fucking Disney marketing, dude. They, I know they, they dropped the they ball. They just did not know how to. They, well, one should have been called Princess of Mars. Yeah, it should have been John Carter Princess or John Carter of Mars. Would yeah, or John Carter of Mars would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they what just, was it called? Just John Carter. It was called yeah. John Carter, which makes it sound like it's a movie about a lawyer. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, you you never just name a movie after a dude like Jack Reacher. Yeah, yeah. well, that didn't do that great either, um, despite yeah. the star power. Which honestly, Jack Reacher wasn't that bad. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Mm. Um. Anyway, closing arguments as far as this. Uh, it, topic. If um, it, if I have not owned a uh, a console since uh, PS2 Xbox original version. Um, and I was only going to buy one. Which one would you tell me to buy? PlayStation. Now? PlayStation. Well, yeah, like if I'm going to buy one today. If I could go back to the beginning of the big, like, if knowing what I know now, if I could go back to the beginning and tell you when the both consoles were first started. No, I mean, like, I have not played a video game for the past seven years. PlayStation. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I agree. But up until the end, it was Xbox. Nah, uh, like uh, up until three, the past four years, yeah. yeah. Well, still the past the, up until the past several years. The first half was Xbox. The second, yeah. Most of the second the half was Xbox had the advantage of having their live intro- infrastructure already in place, and, and PSN kind of had to emulate that a little bit and and figure it out as they went. But then, with the exception, but with the exception of like, but they, in, a in few the, uh, a few like core titles mm-hmm. but most of the games were cross platform pretty much yeah. except for like yeah for it, you had that you had uncharted and to be honest the for exclusives for PlayStation I enjoyed more than yeah. the exclusives yeah, for and Xbox it, that's what it comes down to for me is the games and uh PlayStation just Left for Dead was great Left for Dead was was great Steve I have that on PC it's as well, one of so. the one of the five Xbox exclusives <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I mean if as far as exclusives, PlayStation definitely has the better lineup. You know a game that I, none of us mentioned, and I really would feel bad if we didn't, is Portal 2. Portal 2 was fantastic. I'm just now playing on any yeah. on any platform. A Portal 2 was amazing. Uh, yeah. That's one of my favorite games of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. I got the Platinum in that, too. Much easier than the Red Dead. <laughs> yes, we yeah, thank so you. so proud of you, Walt. Uh, you should be. Keep bragging it. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Last gen games? Um, not really last gen. Well, actually, um, I have one other thing. Um, any uh, any major? What do you think are the, are the biggest contributions that last gen made to gaming as a whole? Uh, we we mentioned digital. Uh, uh, digi- digital was is, yeah. is a big thing, and, and, and I, I, we'll have an argument about that later on in a future episode. Digital versus yeah. physical, and I guess motion. And I and then and, and that's motion. It, I'm, motion. I'm still hoping is Mo- motion. It'll control. be a gimmick that I'm, sticks around for a while. Yeah, I'm ambivalent about it, but I mean, it, it was something new, and it's something that they're still kind of working There's on. There's some stuff that's very cool. I, I think the DS did some amazing things with the touchscreen. Mm-hmm. That you know, smartphones have been able to. You know that was really before smartphones were big. Um, I mean, there's some cool stuff like just Wii Sports. The idea that you can like you know play tennis or bowling with this little controller, and it's something that's so accessible to people. I think that was really brilliant. And yet they still have yet to do a really good Star Wars game with that. Yeah, you know, from day one, that's the first thing I thought of. Everyone, everyone. and part of that problem is that there's no physical resistance. If you're swinging a lightsaber, you know it, it won't stop when your character's lightsaber meets the bad guys. Mm-hmm. You just keep on swinging yeah, through, and that yeah, still works problem. for punch out. They try it with those great steel. Yeah, because yeah. your fist, ne- your fist yeah. never stops when you punch a guy either. So, yeah, but with punch out, you're punching kind of forward, left mm-hmm. or right, with the thing. And 
I mean, honestly, if I'm going to play punch out, I'm going to play it with a controller because that's it's the way to go. But yeah, I mean, when you're swinging a sword like that, it never really worked. I mean, they did Skyward Sword with the Motion Plus, and but it's still you, it, until they figure out a way to like you know physically you know stop something like that. And our, my friend and I, Lars, we spent a long time online trying to figure out how you could make like a legit lightsaber game where you could actually have that resistance. Re, yeah, you know, where it would stop. You know, and it just. It would have to be some sort some of... Some kind of, like, fucking wire rig thing. Some, it'd have to be, like, an arcade machine. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. has something built in there. Like, remember that Fist of the North Star punching game? I played that at MAGFest, like, fun last game. week. That's a fun game. Hurts dude. your hands, though, if oh, you get yeah. really into it, though. And it's really satisfying when you do, like, that, like, ultra super, like... <laughs> you're punching, like, all six things, like, as quick as you I can. I really enjoyed playing that game. That's a fun game, game dude. I was so upset because the Silent Scope uh, arcade machine broke before I got a chance <coughs> to play it. I'm like, fuck... Oh well, I, I think um, I think this past gen put the first several nails in the coffin of um, same couch multiplayer. Yeah, I mean online multiplayer. I mean they they started that with the, so like the split Xbox. screen multiplayer. Yeah, split I think screen. that's already dead. Well, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's, it's honestly it, it's the, this gen, this gen killed it, which is why the main reason that I've gotten so heavily back into board games in the past year because I missed that. Mm-hmm. I miss being able to sit with you somebody. You miss the split screen, I mean, split screen multiplayer of Halo yeah, or GoldenEye, that but, kind of thing. I mean, in best how, case you're getting two players. Split and, yeah, and how many time? How many people do you hear about having LAN parties now? Um, so that was I, awesome. I, I know, and some of my best gaming memories are. Well, I mean, playing even just playing Left 4 Dead. Um, that was last gen, but still, that's one of the few that you can do that with. Yeah. Um, some of my best memories are sitting next to somebody on a couch playing split screen. Or yeah, I mean, it's not the same when you got a headset and you're talking. No, to it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not the same, same when you can like slug a dude like who just got a fucking headshot on you. Right. I mean, at the same <laughs> time, you could you. still bring your PlayStation to ha- set up your TVs in the same room. But, but who's going to do that when it's so... Yeah, I mean... Back when, back when that was the only was thing you could do, yeah. it was worth it, because you had eight people bring their Xbox. over. But now over. it's so easy just to... Not. Yeah, just to To not. stay home. Yeah. yeah. But then you're not really... Like, that doesn't really meet my needs as far as, like, interaction and camaraderie. They still have four controller ports on all the systems and shit like that support four controllers, but how, how often, I mean, do you Like, see? nobody takes advantage of it. Yeah, I mean, you'll get, like, the only party time games. I can think like, of this, like, yeah. that that movie trivia game where you have the buzzers. Yeah. That's the only game yeah. I could think of that uses all that. Yeah. Um, Justin and I play, did play, uh, <laughs> like, Dead Nation uh, sitting on the same couch, because that didn't even split screen. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, I The only other thing that I... Yeah, arcade games are really the only ones that take advantage of, like, four players. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the oh, only God. other thing that really comes to mind um, is uh, we played e- e- EDF split screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, EDF oh, EDF com- bomb. I completely forgot. One of the biggest things we spent a lot of time on was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. yeah, those yeah. games we spent we that all spent a shitload of time playing. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. this con this generation it was <coughs> so but, much. But those experiences are now few and far between, and uh, it's yeah. so it's just so much easier to code for online play, I guess. Than well, it's expected than, that yeah. nowadays. That's become the big thing. And another kind of disadvantage of the always online sort of deal is you get a lot of publishers just kind of throwing their titles out to make release dates, with not fixing issues. Yeah. Um, like shit, I, I was playing Marvel Lego Superheroes with the kiddo today, and we downloaded like a patch for it. Mm-hmm. 
on PS3 and then started playing it and we got to like where we're trying to get into the Baxter building and uh, then like fucking game froze up. I'm like, well... Just wait a couple weeks and see if it gets patched. Yeah. That's yeah. my other big problem with a lot of games is that they focus mainly on the multiplayer to... Yeah, because that's the selling point of the game and yeah. it used to... Like, I keep saying Halo but the first Halo the game was made for the, the campaign. Yeah. And then the multiplayer was a very well built bonus. And this is part of the reason that I don't play mainstream shooters mm-hmm. is because you because uh, I, I don't play multiplayer a lot and if I do it, it's not competitive I, I like to play cooperative mm-hmm. um, so like Borderlands is great because mm-hmm. it's it's four of you playing through the campaign together and not worrying about who scored the most headshots and they fucked up the split screen on Borderlands on the 360 oh how you had that pain yeah that was there. such a pain in the ass to navigate <laughs> to your like you know fucking inventory and shit uh, I don't. I, well, I, it, I never like played you had the split screen, and then but you had to like go to the inventory, but it, you had to like zoom, kind of like scroll in and out. It was just obnoxious. I mean, I only played it split screen through. a couple times on PS3, yeah. but I don't recall having. It's definitely a game to play online. I yeah, think, yeah. Than I mean, and that's couch. one that that like the best way to play that game is online with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's you could play it by yourself and still have a fifty to sixty hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while everybody else is doing like a three four hour campaign, and then just a bunch of maps. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't like that trend, and it, and that's why I you'll never see me playing a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. Um, Fuck Call of Duty. Yeah, but I also um, I back. To the, I, I think a big reason that these companies are uh, investing so heavily in online multiplayer versus. Uh, offering split screen is for split screen however many people are playing you only need one copy of the game yeah that's and then tr- well it, that's true also the processing becomes more intense when you're well yeah I, I'm sure it's harder to code for yeah. but in the end they're also going to make more money off of it if everybody who's playing has to have their own copy remember how every four people had to have a copy of Halo 2 when they had a LAN party right yeah because you had people like you know you have two Xboxes two copies of the game eight people are playing yeah well, I mean, remember back in the day when the N64 day, we'd be playing GoldenEye split screen if we were lucky uh-huh. on a 32-inch tube TV. Nowadays, we have, like, what, fucking, like, 50, 60-inch HD yeah. TVs that would be beautiful four-player. You know, we'd, we'd have such more, more, yeah. such more, uh, so much more room. Each pane would be the size of our old TV. Yeah, yeah. but you don't see four-player in it. No. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Fucking Obama. <laughs> Ruining all our shit. Ruin our, ruining the multiplayer experience. Yeah. God. Check out the secret to Obama's abs. You won't believe it. Click this here. one weird trick. <laughs> this one weird trick. About the oh. biblical money code. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, Aaron, where can they... I've, I've decided if people like share um, Upworthy or Viral Nova links on my Facebook feed, I'm just going to immediately hide them. I don't know <laughs> what that is. It, it just uh, link aggregator places that just yeah they just, exist basically to get you to look it, at other shit. It's all just hit baiting. Uh, um, if you see like around the web at the bottom of any website, which you see on almost every website now, it goes yeah. to some fucking. Oh, thing. gotcha. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but like people share links on Facebook all the time, where it's always like, um, uh, this three-year-old wore this to school, and you won't believe what happened next. You know, here's a letter here. from you know, uh, you know. And it's always just the tamest bullshit. The, you know, they they just do these sensationalized. Uh, uh, it, it's to get stuff you to, to like we do on the podcast. Yeah, 
It's stuff to like get. Like where we tell it's you we're going to talk about next gen or last gen gaming. And but we spent a very good portion of the time talking about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And Criterion. And Watchmen. Hulu commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Hulu commercials. Uh, where can they find me? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're asking? Uh, I am on the internet. Uh, Destructoid. No. Oh. Yeah. You are. Um, I have another podcast called Communitoid that I do with uh, Destructoid people. It's about video games and other shit. It's kind of like this, except we're slightly more structured. Um, you can find me on Detoid and the forums. I'm the admin down there. And I'm Mr. MixJazzPillick123 on Twitter. Aaron Yost on Facebook. WeirdoChurch.com, which I don't post to. Hopefully one day I'll actually break through my writer's block that's been afflicting me for the past You should drink some years. coffee. Last episode we talked about how coffee makes you uh, much more creative. Hmm. Yeah. It's not true, though. And it makes everything you say much more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about coffee or yeah, pot? We're talking about coffee. <laughs> Are you sure? Both. Because <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I don't know. Um, Walt, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WaltAPR, um, and uh, you can read my weekly column on WeirdoChurch.com, uh, where I break down new releases and deals on um, on stuff that came out in stores that week. Um, and then click the links and go to Amazon and buy them and help support our site and this podcast and uh, keep batteries in our vibrators. Also, Argrim produced relics on uh, Etsy? Yep. Uh, you can also see my board game accessories uh, Etsy.com slash Arkham produced relics. Handmade awesomeness. Yep. We make awesome stuff. Uh, we're adding new stuff soon. We just got some new stuff to make molds. Mm-hmm. Now in blue. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I found out because uh, Eldritch Horror came out, the pseudo sequel mm. to Ar- uh, uh, to Arkham Horror, and um, our stuff is already uh, our existing stuff is compatible with that game as well. Nice. Yeah, I've seen like Thanks, a, a couple uh, really cool like YouTube reviews of your stuff uh, that have popped up that have been really glowing. I was really impressed with that YouTube review that one guy did. Wait, he the did rotating s- thing. He did yeah. such a good job. I just want to in. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we got featured twice on um, Watch It Played, which is a, a board gaming vlog, I guess. Vlog, mm-hmm. um, as it's called. Are, are vlogs still a term? Sure. Um, Let's go for it. Uh, yeah, dude contacted me, and he's like, I'd love to review your stuff. And so I sent him some stuff, and, and it was great. I'm on the internet, uh, Twitter, Airport Road, Instagram at Mudkip5000 for pictures of all my Ninja Turtle figures. Um, I also started kind of writing a blog on uh, weirdochurch.com about action figures called the Action Figure Sexting Roundup. Uh, I'm on this podcast. I'm on another podcast called Dispatches from the Weird, also on weirdochurch.com. And I think that's about it, right? That's all I do? Yeah, that's the main stuff, yeah. yeah. You can find uh, Dispatches from the Weird on Facebook if you like that, Weirdo Church. Uh, we look up Weirdo Church on Facebook. The Church, Church of the Holy Weirdo. Yeah. We have an open group. You can join, get all news, join in on some of the fun stuff. I guess. Yeah. Um, Anyone listen to the podcast? Please share it with your friends. Please. Um, I was telling these guys, I think off the air, that uh, I met a random dude at Magfest who told me how much he loved Airport Road and he misses it. And I'm like, dude, we've been back for like eight months. Yeah, like 13 episodes. Yeah, so... Um, we yeah. gotta get... Is that thread still on the Destructoid form? It is. I'm terrible about updating it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I think I still have a Destructoid thing. Maybe I'll start putting some shit yeah, in there. Right on. And I'll, get, I'll figure out how to message board again. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so please share us. Tell your friends if you like it. Tell other people who you think might dig it too. Um, send us money. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Mudkip5000 at gmail.com. I'll accept PayPal donations. You don't have to send us money, but if you shared it with your friends, anyone you think might enjoy the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, for this or for Dispatches or for my show, Communitoid, yes. please uh, street team us the fuck out because that's how we're going to get more listeners. Damn right. Yo. And, uh, of course, on at weirdochurch.com, click the Amazon button, clear your cookies, everything you buy, we get a little small kickback. It's not a lot. It's like 4%. But yeah, but hey, it helps. Huh? She bought stuff. Yeah. If you're making an order on Amazon anyway, you might as well, because it doesn't cost you more. Yeah. It just gives us money, and we like money, yeah. to buy things to talk about on this podcast. And, and podcast the circle of life, okay. guys. Pod, podcasting ain't free. Yeah. Mm-mm. Do yeah. I owe you more for the lips and We do this for I the love. Somebody might. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And as always, this one's for you, Morph. Booyah. Sitting old decapitated you. Yeah.